Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ghost in the Machine. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. On August 7th at 8.35 a.m., Adam Ellis tweeted to his followers, So, my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. This is the story of the dear David ghost. Oh, boy. This is something I was very into for a very long time, and I have a lot of opinions about. And I think if you're listening to this right now, you probably are somewhat familiar with it. But if you're not, I think going into it with an open mind and also maybe as you're listening to this, checking out his social media, Twitter, Instagram specifically. We've been talking about doing this for Mm -hmm. a bit because we're trying to do more ghost things. But there's really only so many out there that kind of jump out at us as being interesting because it's inherently – Repetitive. (laughs) Repetitive and a lot of skepticism that comes with it. Yeah, I think so. That being said, if you have any recommendations, we're always love them, would be welcome them into our lives. But this one, yeah, this one is a really interesting one and speaks not only to hauntings, but I think to someone's social media presence, the idea of creating a story. I always think about it in the same realm as Slender Man for me, because you're like, what is real? What is not real? What do you believe? And what do you use to communicate this to others? This would be somewhat akin to the Facebook ghost mm-hmm. that you brought to the table. That's right. And that was a good one. People that really was like that one. Creepy. So this one is, we're going to find something along those lines, but a lot more details, mm-hmm. but also a lot more cynicism might come with it. Yeah, I think it's it seems very polished. When we 
I'll say this. When we talk about haunted ghost things, it's a lot of evidence we've collected from different places and and news stories and pictures, whatever. This is a one-stop shop. You get the information from Adam Ellis, gets out to you, and there's no middleman. So that means that he's able to curate this, and you probably already know where kind of I stand on this, but it's also very interesting. Someone would have to come forward and say, hey, when he was really going through this, he contacted me and reached out looking for solace. And Mm -hmm. again, that could be part of... Yeah. The game, yeah. too, so you don't know it. Or, and as far as I have – trust me, I've looked to see anyone come out and be like, listen, I know this dude. He had me come over and mm-hmm. – because there's a lot of audio and video evidence. Yeah, but it's all through him. It's not like he's being reported on except through his own vehicle. So know that. With that said, it is pretty compelling because I went through mm-hmm. all the tweets. Definitely. Oh, my God. And really, the, the story comes from those tweets. Yes. It, it all comes from a timeline that is really compelling, really interesting, mm-hmm. well done, and it seems both intentional and mm-hmm. also not intentional. Yeah. He does a great job of relaying this information in this story. And having the rebuttals to people Mm -hmm. that have said, hey, this doesn't seem real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's great. But the thing is, he doesn't want to go down to history as the first person to lie on the internet. Not him. Not today. Not in 2017. Like no one had lied on the internet or tried to dupe anyone Uh or gain anything from Mm -mm, it. mm -mm. He wanted to really take a mainstream honest route with this yeah so he doesn't want to be the first Mm-mm. he don't want to be the first to say hey check out patreon.com slash ghost town pod <laughs> i never want to be the first to say that for bonus episodes early access with no ads none we're working we have a bonus episode out should be this week yeah working on this week how about you know, that holidays are coming up rebecca's going out of town i am we're getting a lot in but i wanted to mention patreon.com slash ghost town pod early on Because it helps keep Mm -hmm. this going. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a beautiful, good thing. The initial tweet received over 81,000 likes and 53,000 retweets. And that was only the beginning, Rebecca. Mm -mm. This is the true story (laughs) of the Dear David Ghost. The truest story ever to be told. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. We said the first. <laughs> at the, he said that the first time Dear David appeared. I'm assuming the main character, not Adam Ellis, is Dear David. Is yeah. the name we're yes. going by? It's not David Rabinowitz or anything like that. It's no, just it's Dear David. Uh, David Wayne Rabinowitz. Oh. He's. Uh... I don't say David Wayne. <laughs> he doesn't okay. look like David. Which is a compliment. It is a compliment, definitely. Um, All hail David Wayne. Yeah, love David Wayne. Definitely, but also these tweets, first tweets that you just read to us, already out the gate, we're getting sensational. We're Locking you in. I think this is kind of the same allure and the same gravitation to people that say are on an airplane and mm-hmm. they see someone being weird on an airplane and they're giving us that real time yeah. updates and you're kind of following that in real time. It's like they're taking off their shoes. Oh my God, they're taking off their socks. Yeah, you're there with them. And that's really, I think, part of the strength of this too is that you get to dissect every little tweet as it comes to you adam ellis was experiencing sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. which is terrifying and that's yeah you've done oh oh, absolutely i've had sleep issues my whole life and i haven't had that in a while but i Mm -hmm. have in my life and also i've had when i was wide awake weird things happen that Mm -hmm. we've talked about yeah maybe not a, a twitter 
thread worthy. Mm-hmm. But definitely a two minute conversation worthy. Oh, at least ninety seconds. Yeah, bare I'd minimum. say that. Oh, I definitely say that. Bare maximum ninety seconds. <laughs> but he saw a ghost child sitting in the mm-hmm. green rocking chair at the end of his bed. Mm-hmm. For starters, don't have a rocking chair at the end of your bed. That's yeah. only for movies like Insidious or The Omen. Absolutely. Why do you have a rocking chair? No. How old are you? Also, okay, to give you some background, this is a cartoonist who writes and freelances. I forget exactly what BuzzFeed is his, I think, what he's, he's claimed to fame, at least in a lot okay. of the articles. But he, he's not like he's like, oh, I'm a, a screenwriter or I'm mm-hmm. a horror aficionado. He's just known as an animator. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of helps his case that he probably has a obviously a creative brain, mm-hmm. understands the internet, mm-hmm. understands what's compelling. Mm-hmm. But it, it helps to, for him to be like, yeah, I was just writing my fourth horror novel. Yeah. And this thing happened. Because then you'd be like, well, all right. Yeah, relax. Yeah, absolutely. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. And then he has because his old drawing, the drawing, which is a pretty scary. It's very scary. It's very scary. I mean, the idea of like a gigantic headed ghost boy, but the head is kind of caved in. He's got these like little bug eyes. Looks like a little like morbid doll. Is very scary. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. He had another dream a few nights later where he was in a library and a girl came up to him and said, "You've seen dear David, haven't you?" She continued, he's dead. He only appears at midnight, and you can ask him two questions. If you say, Uh Uh-oh, that was my heater. Slash, is dear David here in my heater slash green rocking chair? Okay. You can ask, okay, I'm just seeing if anyone's answering out there. You can ask him two questions if you say, Dear David, first. So Mm -hmm. kind of like a Bloody Mary. Definitely. In the vernacular of haunted ghost games. But of course, there's a caveat. Uh Uh-oh. Then she added, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. What? It's like, how? how, who's supposed to know that? This girl that came to him in a library dream girl? He just had another dream in a library and he's like... Oh, this is a wow. law. This is a, this is a lost art. The Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> yeah, that's then, right. That's right. I have fourteen overdue books. I have seventy-two dollars worth of fees, and I might die. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, "Who pushed the shelf?" David doesn't answer. I realize I've asked the third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. Oh boy. So these are there's. Again, a lot of tweets. I'm not going to read mm-hmm. every single tweet. I'm just kind of going through Mm-mm. what has gone on over the course of four months. I yeah. think we're looking April to December 2017, and then it goes into 2018, mm-hmm. but the bulk of it happens then. And I'll add probably the thing that makes, which he points out as well, is that it's not a constant flow of information. Mm-mm. Things will happen, a few days off, then maybe a week off, mm-hmm. and then he says, well, if this was fake, wouldn't I constantly be doing this? And I was like, but that's exactly what somebody who wanted to seem real would yeah, do. You're exactly. telling us that. So exactly. don't say that. Relax. Yeah. You're doing exactly what we expect to happen. But it does help. Yeah. Instead well, of constantly jumping on it every single day. Well, I also think the idea of intermittent reinforcement with something that people are like really interested in just kind of feeds the beast of that too and also the giving and then kind of taking away where people mm-hmm. wonder like what happened to this person yeah and then they show up again you're like oh good i've been waiting to find out uh-huh it's that it's almost like that kind of before 
the internet and, and being easy to connect with people, that kind of flighty person that comes in and out of your life. Yeah. Like, I wonder what happened. Oh, they're back. Yeah. When they're back, it's like a heightened sense of like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, yeah, let's hang, you know, like whatever. And then slowly you realize that they're the same person that they were when they left before. Mom. So at one point, the apartment above him was empty. So he's like, great, I'm going to move in there. It was bigger, better, cheaper. And another month goes by and he forgets about dear David. Mm -hmm. He thinks he's lost track of him. Sure. He's wrong. Wrong again. And then he says, but lately something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it almost like something's at the other side. Mm -hmm. We have cats. We have cats. Cats staring at doors, especially if you're in the bathroom, mm -hmm. they're just out there. Yeah. It's cats are very intuitive to maybe the beyond. Yeah. But they sure. are them acting like that is not completely strange. No, I mean, they're a, a wealth of inexplicable actions, cats. Can you fake that? Could you have somebody at the other end of the door with cat food? Sure. I mean, there's ways to – you're not seeing – again, like you said, it's through it's curated, his lens. yeah. And again, that's also fine. Mm -hmm. Is it hurting anyone? Is he asking people to like, please Donate chop down this whatever. door to see yeah. what's going on? Yeah. No, so he's not really hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. And he really uses cats, too, as kind of a a metric for the ghostliness, too. Cats, time, mm -hmm. things happening at a certain time, classic in horror movies. Yeah, like 3 For some reason, 3 a.m. or yeah, 3 witching hour. Or like witching mm -hmm. hour. Mm -hmm. Kind of hitting all those points, but not mm -hmm. too hard over the head. Exactly. But enough where I think it triggers something in us and be like, oh, that is inherently scary. Yeah. Even though on its own, maybe it isn't, but we know that it is. Yeah. When you mix it up with all these other things. Totally. Like the rules kind of do some of the legwork, heavy lifting. When I opened the door and turned on the hall light, nothing was there, but my cats seemed unnerved, bushy-tailed, etc. And that's where I'm at right now. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a video of his cat wondering what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my notes. Good, video good, good. Of cat, And there's not audio, so there's nothing really for me to play. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to go through his Twitter feed. That's I'll link it in, in the yeah. show notes so you can... Check it out and, and follow it and kind of see what's going on because there's kind of a lot happening and he's kind of laying out this thing that just suddenly happened. He's reporting mm -hmm. to everybody. He is trying to unpack it. He's yeah. trying to piece it all together kind of with us in some kind of real time and everyone's hanging on it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's a great read. And the more you go through it, the more – you collect these pieces of evidence, these videos, these pictures, these photographs, and then the you know the tweets themselves have more meaning. And as I was researching this, essentially going through the timeline, mm -hmm. I'm also trying to poke holes in the story, so I'm kind of trying to play that thing, or I'm trying to find out like, okay, what's the what's the rub here? Mm -hmm. And it is, regardless of all that, it is it unfolds in a very effective way. Mm -hmm. It's it a works. great story. It works. This yeah. works. At that point, he let his followers know that he was going to try out a sleep app to see if he can catch any odd activity during the night. I guess you put it on while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. It catches noise. It picks up things. Yeah. Movement, too, maybe. And that always sounds like a great idea. Mm -hmm. But then I'd be, like, too terrified to hear. Yeah. Because you're like, you hear something that 
could be one of a million things. Then every time you go to bed, you're like, is it going to be that well, strange? It's like noise? you live here, you know? And this is, again, part of the reason where I'm like, oh, God, like, he's so, and he talks about being terrified. And I know there's a big part of it where he goes on a trip and things happen. But, you know, it's like to be so curious and to kind of delve deeper in a place that you live without seemingly the help of anyone else or a support system. I mean, it's why I don't know, you know, the history of the place that I live. I don't want to know. It's scary. It's an old place. And then he went on vacation, Mm -hmm. as you said. And then he took some Polaroids that came out black no matter where he took them. And Mm -hmm. he kind of compares them side by side. So he he has all these samples of things. And to the way he's explaining it makes total sense. But there's no – again, no third party. There's nothing to compare it to. He's just like, this isn't supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And look – it happened. Yeah. And then you're showing it to us and you're kind of like, okay, that's yeah. weird. You're right. Because that is they're, weird. Because they're not – the videos are always, you know, it's what Paranormal Activity kind of mm-hmm. did for us or the Definitely. Blair Witch did for us in, in, in movies and, and found footage and, and, and reality TV to a certain extent depending mm-hmm. on what that is. It kind of – you know, all those things even though those movies came out, you know, Blair Witch came out 20 plus years ago, mm-hmm. still works. Mm -hmm. still has become part of what fear and horror and tension is. Yeah, definitely. That one part in the Blair Witch when they take a little break. Oh, yeah, that part. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, how are you? Hello. Are you well? How are we doing? checking in. This is that point. This is the where point you've all that. been waiting for. <laughs> This is that point where we do this. The break from the content point. Yes, which everybody loves. Mm-hmm. But sure. this is a time for us to just ask yourself how you're doing. Yeah. And then ask us how we're doing. Yeah, I'm tired. How are you? Tired? Yeah. We're all tired? We're all very tired. I think there's always like a sense of fatigue. I think so. I um, think so. It's it's a hard, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. We've gotten through the election. We've got holidays on the horizon. What do we do? I feel like there's been point? seven elections in the last I know. two weeks. Year yeah, and a half. you don't uh, know what's happening. To, you don't know what's ended. What's you know Georgia counted? Not okay. What's going on? So it's it, understandably everyone's probably and mm-hmm. then the holidays yeah. kick in. And what does that mean now? What are holidays? What exactly is that? Is it? More tension? Is it less because mm-hmm. there's less options? And it's probably, I imagine it's probably pretty tough for some people and maybe a little bit for everybody. Mm-hmm. And listen, if you, you know, we, we always have downtime if you want to say hello and, yeah. and and check in. That's Please. what we are. We're here to do that with you and for you. 
And on the what we were talking about before, if if you have a story that you really really like and you want to do the notes on it, mm-hmm. and we'd be happy to do an episode, or if mm-hmm. it's something that's personal interest to you. I hate writing up notes, typing up notes, as you can tell as I'm going through my notes and I'm like, cats wondering what's up. Those are my like <laughs> notes. And it would, note. if you have something that you're like, I think this would be really great, obviously we'll credit you. And if you, yeah, definitely. you want us to mention, we'll, happy, or we'll be happy to do that. And I mean, I, I love the government. I love our government. <laughs> That's right. Mayors, uncorruptible mayors, <laughs> Brandon Gaddis, Jeanette Link. Yes. Ben Forsyth, mm-hmm. Ashley Matson, the yes. loose fair grip of <laughs> our governor Chris Witt. Chris, keeping it all together, mm-hmm. making sure all the votes are counted, making sure no recounts. Maybe he'll take care of it. And people are like, "We voted that you get back to the episode." You voted for that? Well, I didn't vote for that. You know, I love to. <laughs> exactly. I could talk about. Uh, Banish the Electoral College. I could talk about YouTube.com slash Jason Horton with his plenty of <laughs> YouTube content. It really uh-huh. helps if you subscribe and give a thumbs up because it has, I mentioned Ghost Town and all the episodes are, you're in the episode. So uh-huh. it gets people who haven't listened to the podcast that only found it on YouTube and it might get mm-hmm. them over to the podcast and then you, then. The, the government here can rule with an iron grip. That's right. Is that, does that help? So uh, please check it out, and you probably find a link in the show notes. Definitely. Speaking of links. Let's link up. No, Rebecca. LinkedIn? No. Is that what link you do when you're later, out? Later. So, let's link up. I'm 4,000 years old. I have not seen another human being besides Jason in a very long time. No, let's Twitter link. Oh, Twitter. We're going to go back to New York City. <gasps> Home of the bagel, spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, I'm walking here. And then he had another creepy dream. He didn't think much of it. He woke up, took a shower, and then he noticed something. He woken up with a huge bruise on his arm from Dear David grabbing Mm -hmm. him. Again, another movie thing, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Sure. And who knows what that is? Or I mean, if you have night terrors, would you possibly grab your own arm and do that to yourself? Maybe, or it's the beyond. Yeah. And I think that photo too gets dissected a lot or you, you know, like, does it look like fingers or claws or, you know, whatever. Although I think we've all wake awakened with bruises on our body. Uh, He even pondered that he may have injured himself during the day and forgot. And the dull pain may have manifested in the dream. So he, within the story, is – and we've seen this, especially when it comes to hauntings, where Mm -hmm. somebody in the family will still be like, no, I still – even though all this crazy stuff's happening Mm -hmm. and we love the book and movies that are coming out, we're getting a lot of attention, I still think something's fishy. Mm -hmm. It's a very classic move. Sure. And this is tone, too, which I find incredibly obnoxious. But also, again, it works. It's very compelling where he's like, it could have been this thing, Right. And then he, you know, makes like a much more subtle and more dramatic leap that it's ghosts. There could have been a totally logical explanation for it, so I brushed it off. He mm-hmm. added. He went to go get coffee. Oh, no. Okay, a little coffee break. Okay. Which I do every weekend. <laughs> weekend coffee? That's weird. Every weekend you get coffee? <laughs> it's very odd. I think- Dude has a lot of selfies with coffee. The coffee his- business would be out of business if people just only got it on the weekend and it was- Completely abnormal to get it on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But New York City, baby. New York City. Weekend coffee. 
the pizza coffees. Ooh, uh, the pizza. Manga. I want a pizza coffee. <laughs> so there was a place next to where you get coffee, and I think it's a they repair carts or something like that. I think there's a repair place. There's again, this is a very robust amount of tweets, mm-hmm. and I just took notes on them. He noticed the place, I guess, was abandoned, mm-hmm. except for one green rocking chair oh no and then he started getting the phone calls they kept saying hey it's at&t you haven't paid your bill but he knew it was dear david it's a ghost it's a ghost (laughs) and so the the phone calls i guess were kind of abrupt and a lot even for what he was used to allegedly he assumed it was a telemarketer and he says usually it's an automated thing if you answer once they quit calling so i picked up I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint I can't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, Hello. (laughs) And then his cat would sit up on his hind legs and peer around the room as if he was looking for something or looking at something. And there are photos Mm -hmm. and videos of the cat doing that. Yes, it's true. have seen that done. Yes. Cats are so weird. They're weirdos. They're total and complete Definitely. weirdos. But it's probably the thing that I most they, that they sense something other than what is seen. Whereas mm-hmm. you know, in traditionally like movies, I, I'm not you know a huge dog person. I'm not an expert, but dogs they have great sense of smell, or they mm-hmm. can sense that somebody's out there. And cats are like somebody's here, but they're from 1386. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of cats tracking. have a strange superpower. Cats have a really – also, what a great vehicle for this story as a cat because they – I can't tell you how many times I've walked into a room where my cat is just sitting staring at the wall. It can be very creepy very easily. Although the phone call and the cat, it's a lot for me personally. And then there's a final video recorded that night. Again, these mm-hmm. videos, they say it's one thing. You can kind of see some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 2017. So it's not like, well, the technology was not there to create any kind of – Whatever narrative you're trying to create. And mm-hmm. people that are, are – what I've found is people that are, are good at understanding audio video can look at something. Mm-hmm. Whereas I might not be able to look at something and be like, oh, that's definitely photoshopped. Or you can tell that this has been swapped out for something else and it's so seamless that only somebody who works on that kind of stuff or is like an editor or an audio engineer could hear that. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Yeah. But then he had another dream. Mm-hmm. Now we're in September, so we're about like sure. a month and a half in. I guess he saw Dear David with the head pushed yeah. in. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. Then he left for Japan. <laughs> oh, okay. And Dear David seemingly tagged along for the ride. He appeared in a statue in the center of Sapporo. Hmm. I looked at it, I was like, I'm not sure, Maybe. I guess. And upon Elsa's return to his apartment, he noticed the electricity was on the fritz. Hmm. New York City. Power oh, grid. the city. It all runs on spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. First two bulbs have burnt out in the hallway in less than a week, he tweeted. The TV has to be on in order for the backlight to be on, Ellis explained. But last night, the backlight was flickering on and off by itself. Whatever that I means. don't understand why the TV is... I don't get why that has to cap- happen, but okay. It continued to flicker... For a while before eventually just going dead. dead, dead, oh. dead. Later that morning, Ellis heard scratches coming from behind the front door. He was too afraid to look through the peephole. The photo taken through the peephole revealed a distorted face. Ellis saw an eye and ear pressed against the hole. Eek. Now it could be Eek. 
like a nosy neighbor being sure. like, what is going on in there? Or just, just a shadow, you know, like, or just who knows? And, you know, looking through a peephole is usually a pretty, I mean, the way it's kind of magnified is kind mm-hmm. of odd. I wouldn't necessarily trust a photo with, you know, an iPhone 6 mm-hmm. necessarily. Then he went silent for the next few weeks as he took meetings for movie deals. Yep, <laughs> that's right. No, it's, he just took, listen, he was just... Just ghosting around. Reason, just ghosting around. The internet thought... Dear David had offed him. Mm-hmm. Then Ellis came back to Twitter and explained that a friend had come over and cleansed his apartment. And the ritual seemingly worked. Hmm. A little sage. A little salt around the door. Sage and salt. Salt and sage. The only strange occurrence was that Ellis walked past the empty warehouse and found this. Okay. So this is where you get to the, the warehouse. I tried to put it out of my mind. The next several days were uneventful. But something happened last night. It was around 11 or so when I was watching TV on the couch. By the beginning of November, Ellis started dreaming about Dear David again. In the Mm. dream, I saw him in a chair again. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time it was a recliner I've had for years. How about you just take all the chairs out? Just have four legs. You sit upright or you don't sit uh, sit at all. Exactly. What are we doing here? Again, he was paralyzed except for his hands knowing what David was about to do. Ellis reached for his phone in the dream. Sure enough, David began to shamble towards Ellis. Shamble? A shimmy? I'll call it a shake. Eventually reaching his bedside, he started muttering something too quiet for me to understand, Ellis wrote. I watched as his eyes rolled back in his head until they were all white. But then Ellis realized something. He went to his phone hours after waking up and noticed he had taken dozens of photos, all of which were seemingly pitch black. It's better just to show you, he tweeted. Turn up your brightness because they're pretty dark. Something clearly was there. Ellis was not alone. Mm-mm. It was his friend Dan who was helping him out taking the pictures. Yeah, it was setting a, up I, a I, guy was doctoring his phone. Yeah, they, they, do, they did like Black Box Theater. Mm-hmm, um, exactly. It was uh, his agent. Yeah. And Dear David was real and clearly wasn't just in the dream. Clearly. Clearly. The word clearly it's is... It's very clear. It makes all the sense in the world. After sharing these photos, Ellis went quiet on Twitter again. He only returned to report that he discovered an odd secret area in his apartment. He thought he'd heard something drop, something upstairs, but this would be impossible because not only does he live on the top floor of an apartment building, there's also no access to the roof. Or so he thought. Okay. Also, a secret area in a New York City apartment, a studio, one bedroom, whatever. Come on. That's where they keep the pasta. The New York City pasta. That makes sense. It's a pasta room. The hatch can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof. Ellis tweeted, I'm about to spring some simple math on you, so I apologize in advance. Basically, there's definitely a crawl space above Ellis's apartment, and he had been hearing movement up there for the past few days. He decided to buy a pole on Amazon to open the door and check out what the heck was up there. Don't know why the Great. Amazon plugs in there. He's like, I bought it from Amazon.com, yeah. your retailer for poles. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's I got an affiliate on there. So you so need a sure. pole? Yeah. Again, like, why? I mean... Just tell us you got a poll. He's, for me, that reads as like, I'm normal. I bought something on Amazon. Yeah. See, I'm a normal guy. Just doing normal stuff. This is ghosts all also, around me. also, even if it was Amazon Prime, say mm-hmm. it's two days. So he was like, something's up there. Got to wait for this poll because where am I going to get a poll? In, yeah. you know, a, in New York City. In New York City. Uh, I'm not city built on polls. Does anyone have a broom within, mm-hmm. I don't know, 20 city blocks? How about the bodega? There's an old woman with a broom sweeping who would gladly let you borrow it. No, the, the, these are ghost brooms, mm. specifically for checking latches. Mm, expensive. So, no, it's not bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. To check out what the heck was up there. I was like, well, you don't buy something on Amazon wait two days to check out what the heck was up there. 
He's like, well, it's cheaper if it's, I wait two weeks, so I guess I'll have to wait, but I'm sure. going to find out. Yeah, eventually. By November 28th, we had some answers. The crash happened again, and then again probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. Ellis tweeted, then I heard a smaller, creaky sound from the hallway. He then noticed that someone was seemingly caught in the hatch. The pole was put to work. Getting his money's worth. And then he, you know, pushes the pole up there. Yeah, you gotta push the pole up. Grabs something out there. It was an old child's shoe. Like a 1920s shoe. Uh oh. A few hours later, my landlord was on the ladder, shining a flashlight into the crawl space, Ellis tweeted. He angled his flashlight all around and finally saying, There's nothing up here. But then the landlord found a marble. Of course it's a marble. A marble. Old-timey marble. That's right. From the a days hoop, of stickball. A hoop toy. <laughs> Again, without much else to go on, Ellis went quiet until December. Not much had happened. In the f- past few weeks, I sort of fooled myself into thinking that finding those items in the attic somehow ended all this. Not that that would make much sense. It was a feeling I'm used to. It always accompanies David, he added. Not being able to do much, Ellis left it alone. The next night, the same feeling crept in. Hmm. He needed to monitor what exactly was going on around him. And he downloaded an app that takes a photo every 60 seconds. And he set his phone on top of a bookcase, which is like seven feet tall, a good view of his bed. And then he went to sleep. This is December 2017. December 2017. And then it snaps a bunch of photos. And the cat seems to be staring at the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And then whatever it was is on the bed inches from me staring down at me sleeping. This is, I guess, dear David. Mm -hmm. The next one is worse. In the next photo, he's staring right at the camera. Mm -hmm. I'm at a loss for words, he tweeted. The malformed ear, the stringy hair. I don't even know what to think. Ellis decided to visit family for the holidays and get out of the apartment for a while. Although he began to feel better once he was out of the city, Ellis realized he had been followed. Tracks in the snow. Wow. This ghost is persistent. For everyone asking if I'm alive, I'm doing okay. It's been pretty quiet around here lately, and I've been trying to focus on work of the screenplay that I sold. Mm-hmm. About this that I'm talking yeah, about. about. So keep retweeting it. Could because you? Because I can leverage more Can you money help me the- if you do that? Of course, I'll keep you updated if anything strange happens. But for now, I'm staying busy with drawing and other projects. Mm-hmm. He scored a movie deal for his viral social media ghost story, Dear David. Mm-hmm. And is it real? Yeah. So Weren't there a couple other tweets, though, where... There's a lot of other tweets. I mean, there's... It's like, dear, dear David Daniel. I get them confused. Sorry. Like, t- takes over. And they're, like, dissecting the tweets of him taking over. Like, some... Again, this is, like, way after the fact. And we... In Facebook Ghost, I think you said you speculated on the... It wasn't the guy who was actually giving the narrative. That it was mm-hmm. actually the... The guy that's the one who died, and it yeah. wasn't her. So it's, you know, a thing where it's, it's switching over. Yeah. I've never been interested in convincing anyone that ghosts were real. I just want to tell my story. Ellis told the rap. Sure. If it was all fiction, I'd probably just would have updated more than once every couple of weeks. Okay. I mean, convenient. It's like, oh, if I didn't want you to uh, believe this, I would have done it in a less believable way. Yeah, why? Easy. It's you know, it, it's like when people say something like, "Well, if I had done that, this would mm-hmm. happen," and it's like that's for really for someone else to say. Mm-hmm. You should have like a publicist do that. Yeah, I looked on Reddit for a lot of people. Is it a hoax? And again, is it's it is what it is. Yeah, it's a lot of people, especially like you mentioned before, a lot of people who are very savvy, like technologically, will kind of dissect the stuff that he's posted on Twitter, stuff like that. I find his comics to be pretty obnoxious. 
I think he has a lot of selfies, a lot of like very glossy. I, I, my vibe from his social media aside from this is very like proud of him, like very self-satisfied kind of like, I think I'm pretty great and pretty handsome. And also it's like, I don't need to reference that I had all those viral tweets, but Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you know that's always kind of happening. But yeah. I don't need to mention. I could just mention that I'm going out for like a jog. And exactly, and all of his, enough. all of his like comics are like, I'm a single handsome cat guy. So like, I don't know, life's crazy, right? So I, that's what I have. That, that's that is- my backdrop of of this narrative. That being said, I think it's really compelling. It's really interesting. I love this type of storytelling. But like, where? Where does it start? Where does it end? Too. He's clearly profiting, you know, profiting off of it. He's got a de- he's got a movie deal in the works about it. So somebody on Reddit said, in a strange turn of events, it appears that Adam Ellis imagined quote David early this year in a cartoon he posted to a series for BuzzFeed called Alternative Disney. The post on BuzzFeed has since been removed, and the Google image search only returns repost of it that were downloaded and re-uploaded to a third-party meme site. Mm-hmm. Earliest it can source is March 2017. Mm-hmm. Before all this happened. Yeah. So the photo that he showed. Very interesting. It had already existed. It's like if you were you should have maybe, you know. Yeah. Oh. The ghost is getting mad. My ghost us. is getting mad. You can't stop us. <laughs> Uh-oh. Then Jason leaves and I'm here alone. And somebody's like, it's a hoax. Adam Ellis is just trying to promote his new cartoon character series. He joined a YouTuber from Venezuela to achieve mass distribution of the urban legend. Mm-hmm. So people have that are – as much as he thinks he's covered all his bases, there are people out there that are so good at finding information mm-hmm. and, like, extracting things probably faster than he can as a BuzzFeed person – Who's, you know, is a creative where these people, it's their job to understand mm-hmm. the internet. I've worked, you know, with people that are like, they're just younger, they're just more savvy, they know how to extract information quicker, mm-hmm. people doing research. And and I have a feeling he didn't account, his, his social media footprint was not 100% accounted for. Yeah. So it just so happened that he's like, here, here's a reference to what this dude looks like. It looks strikingly similar to the exact same thing I did six, seven months ago mm-hmm. before this happened, but that is just life imitating art, I guess. Mm, yeah. So likely what the story is what? He has this drawing, right? Or he has this cartoon. He's like, oh, that's an interesting character. Should I do something else based on this character? And then he's like, oh, yes, I should. I'm going to create this narrative around this character. Quick, we have to erase that information. We're going to really run with this. I'm going to get help from people. I'm going to hit all the tropes. I wonder if he had anyone who was like, listen, you are a writer. You've written Mm -hmm. fiction. Mm -hmm. What's the story here with this? How can I go with this? And the thing is, like, why would I wait every couple of weeks? Because it takes time to craft something. Yeah. So you hit him with something big, Mm -hmm. and it only benefits you to have that silent treatment. Yeah. But it also gives you time to come back with the next thing and keep it irregular, keep everyone Mm -hmm. kind of frayed. Yeah, you're also going off of the feedback from the last thing you just posted. Because if people, if they were like, it was like, if people were burnt out by uh-huh. like tweet They'd be like, eight, fuck it. He'd yeah. be like, yeah, he's like, oh, well, he's like, P.S. I died, you know, yeah, whatever. Exactly. But there's <laughs> exactly. there's no loss to him. No. Just like and- anything on the internet. Like, there's no loss to like, oh, I posted a joke, nobody cared. A podcast episode, mm-hmm. nobody cared. Mm-hmm. A, That's a, right. A whole, po- tw- over 200 episodes of a podcast. Who cares? Nobody cares. Yeah. We're, we're, we're supposed to care, Rebecca. Oh. We are supposed to. Oh. You didn't know that? I shouldn't yawn in the middle of an episode? <laughs> you know you're 
in this podcast, right? I'm here? Am I in my own dream? Where's my cell phone? My cellular phone. Oh, God. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.